the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. So today's pep talk is all about how to take action on the thing that you've been thinking about in the back of your mind for way too long at this point. And I've broken this into two parts. In part one of this episode, I'm going to share the number one thing that's holding us back. And then part two will be more tactical. So basically the how-to part in breaking through. So let's dive in. So on this podcast, we talk about decisions that we make in life that are sometimes pretty dang difficult to make. And for a lot of people, it's just way easier to stay stuck somewhere than it is to make the decision to level up to something better. And honestly, we've all been there, right? Where something is good enough that we can deal with it and it's fine. Maybe it's a relationship where it's just vanilla, right? Um, It's bad, but not yet bad enough to where you're taking action to leave, which is honestly just the worst in my opinion, because it's like this slow, boring death of mediocrity and settling and no one wants that. But we often have blinders on that keep us from really getting perspective. And that's in relationships and in work and all aspects of our life. But for a lot of people, good enough is good enough. And we talked about that in episode eight, which if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend tapping on that one next as it's hands down the most downloaded episode uh, so far. But how when you're looking at making a decision in your life, you got to tell yourself, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a heck no. Okay, so why do so many people settle for good enough? Good enough jobs, good enough relationships, good enough health? Well, to answer that question, we need to start by looking at one thing. And that one thing has a name, and it's called fear. And how can we tell if fear is in the driver's seat in our life. And the easiest way to know is to listen to yourself, um, listen to what you say out loud to other people, and also what you say in your head to yourself, and see if you are coming up with excuses, because excuses are often the very first sign of fear. Excuses are like smoke, and fear is the fire. So if you see smoke, it's a sign to go like, rat row, I better take a moment to look at this situation with clear eyes. And yes, some excuses are actually good. It's, you know, if you're considering doing something dangerous um, or something that maybe you shouldn't try, then let's hope your intuition is shouting at you, trying to tell you all the reasons why you should probably just like take a melatonin Sharon and go to sleep, (laughs) right? But what I want to talk to you about today are the kind of excuses we create in our minds when we have something that we know we should be going after. And gosh, like sometimes those excuses don't even come from us, but from the people around us who have their own mental baggage and opinions. Like, have you ever, have you ever had an idea or been excited about something 
only to have someone else totally like take a squat on your enthusiasm. Like they literally like poop on your party and you were left feeling totally deflated. Well, it's important that we talk about that in today's episode because women especially give way too much value to the opinions of other people. And I don't know if it's maybe because women are, I think they're the worst in giving unsolicited opinions and advice to others. I don't know. But the point is, when you're considering taking a big leap in your life and pursuing something that feels right to you and your gut, then we need to really build this protective wall around that and just go after it, no matter what your friends or well-meaning loved ones say about it. And I'll give you an example. Um, When I was a freshman in college, I decided that I wanted to be an attorney. And not just any attorney. I wanted to be an attorney that helped women. I, I wanted to be like the female Perry Mason for women's rights. And I became very fired up about this vision for my life. Um, I had my entire wardrobe picked out in my head because obviously that's important. But it was like going to be all pencil skirts, blouses. I'd wear my hair in a low ponytail. This was going to be a lawyer uniform where I would look like legally blonde, but with brown hair. And the opposition would underestimate me and I'd sit across the mediation table and slit their proverbial throats with legal knowledge bombs like that's that's how I pictured it all going down in my head. Right? And my father was an attorney and I had um and he had his own law firm. So I had grown up doing secretarial work in his office. And I knew from a young age, like I can be a dang good attorney. Like that's what I thought. So I was actually excited to tell him about my thoughts. And I th- and I thought deep down, I'm like, oh, he's going to be so excited. Anyway, I told him. Later that summer, I think we had just finished dinner, and I only said, like, I only got out a couple sentences before he interrupted me and said, you don't want to be an attorney. There are already too many attorneys in the world. And I sat there feeling completely thrown off my game and confused. Um, I was, like, dripping in disappointment because I had allowed myself to create expectations for this conversation. Like, I thought he'd be breaking out the good wine and we'd be celebrating, but no. Um, and, he, and he kept going. He continued on saying how difficult it would be for me to get a job as an attorney because there were so many. And that being an attorney isn't conducive to being a mother. And I needed to choose a profession that would allow me to be home with my kids during non-school hours. Like, I, I was a freshman in college. and Obviously, my dad was uh, slightly old-fashioned. But... Anyway, I felt I I felt crushed. I went to bed that night and I decided to put the idea of being an attorney out of my mind for good. And my father really wasn't trying to be mean or dismissive. I mean, I think about it and he didn't have support from his parents to even go to college. And yet, so he hitchhiked from Oregon all the way to Northwestern University outside of Chicago to go to college. Like he made that happen and didn't listen to the naysayers in his life. And looking back, it was 100% on me that I allowed someone else's excuse and limiting beliefs to invade my own thoughts and passions. I I had not yet developed the strength of conviction to where I could have listened to his words and just smiled and nodded, knowing that nothing he was going to say would change how I felt. But that was a lesson I still had to learn in life. 
So we need to put blinders on when it comes to making decisions in our lives. Other people love to give advice, right? It's easier to give advice to other people than for them to look in the mirror and like, whoa, give myself advice. But this is your life. You get to create your own roadmap. Let them focus on their own. You do you. And it's funny as a little side note here, a few years ago, my older brother and I were talking about this conversation I had with our dad. And he laughed and said that our dad had told him the same thing, that he shouldn't become a lawyer because there were too many lawyers in the world. And God bless my brother because he just kind of shrugged and became a lawyer anyway. Um, And he's built an incredibly successful career doing what he loves. So just goes to show Put your blinders on and follow your intuition. Okay, so that's part one. We first got to get out of our own dang way. Tune out the naysayers and dial up your own conviction. Like fear has no place in the driver's seat. Let's put fear in the trunk and lock it. You are in the driver's seat. All right, so let's talk about part two. Now that you've put your blinders on and you've tapped into your intuition and decided that this is something you really want to do. Like maybe it's starting your own online business. Maybe it's applying for a different job than the one you have right now. Maybe it's leaving a relation, leaving a relationship or moving to a completely new city. What, whatever it is for you, you feel it in your gut that this is something you are wanting to do. So, okay, what's next? So what I'm gonna say next is going to be uncomfortable for many of you. If you are someone who likes things to be perfect, you like to plan out everything down to the smallest detail before you begin, or if you're someone who really enjoys overthinking things, then you're probably going to make a face throughout the next part of this episode. But that's okay. Like Your planning skills and overthinking habits can actually help you in many areas of your life, just not in this area. So... Let me rephrase that. Perfectionism and overplanning and overthinking will hold you down when you're taking a big leap in your life. It may work fine for you if you're just taking steps, like one foot in front of the other, everyday kind of steps. But we're not talking about stepping today. We're talking about leaping forward on something. So let's put your perfectionism, your overplanning and overthinking in the same trunk of that car that we put fear in on this episode. And just imagine, like you have this giant Cadillac-sized trunk. It's going to hold everything just fine. Just put it in there and let's lock it and move on. All right, so here's what you're going to do next after you've done that, is you're going to take action on one thing. I always say here that when you're in your head, you're dead. So we're going to get this thing that you want to do out of your head and into the physical world through action. And despite what many people like to say, this doesn't need to be massive action. Size doesn't matter. Um, Well, it matters with some things, but not this one. So psychologically speaking, our brains don't really care if it's a small or a big action. It's going to create the same energy flow, and that's what we want. So I'll give an example here is, oh gosh, I think it was like 13 years ago, I was really into style blogs. And that's around the time when they had just started to become a thing. Like blogging was still fairly new. And 
I read the same ones every week and just really, really loved them. So much so that I would think about starting my own style blog. And I would think about it on the way to work and while I was sitting at my desk and while I was eating lunch. And I would think about it when I was driving home from work. And then when I laid in bed at night, I would think about it like, you get the point. I basically thought about it all the time. I was annoying myself with how much I thought about starting my own blog. But weeks and months passed and I didn't do anything about it. I think a whole year went by and I stayed stuck in this fear cycle with with all the usual suspects. So, you know, the whole, who am I to create a style blog inferiority complex? The, um, I could never be like them comparison complex. And also the, I'm not techie and I wouldn't even know how to begin excuse complex. Like I had all, all of them. And then one night, I, I think I had just poured a glass of wine and I thought, F it. It's time to figure this out. I think I got tired of my own BS finally. And I sat down in front of the computer for hours. I mean, I don't even think I went to bed until 2 a.m. that night because I was just in the zone. And I, when I did go to bed, finally, I had produced a blog spot, blog, that's what we had back then, blog spot, and a blog name, which is hilarious because I came up with the name Marion Berry Style after probably like three glasses of wine, and it was not a well thought out name at all. But that's kind of my point here. It really doesn't matter. I had to take completely imperfect action, like really messy action, and it ended up being perfect. Because everything worth building is a result of someone who is willing to fail forward, to take messy, imperfect action again and again and again, because refinement takes place during the journey, not before the journey begins. And if I were to look at any style blogger who has been around for a while today and saw their photos from the early days of their blog, like we would see ridiculous outfits, horrible camera quality, um, hilarious poses. Like they all had to go through that in order to get to, to where they are now. You got to put in the reps in order to get the muscle. It just doesn't show up one day. And I don't know if you follow um, Christine Andrew from Hello Fashion Blog. Uh, but she shares old, like old school photos from her early days on the blog every six months or so on her Instagram, just to kind of poke some fun at herself, but also to remind people that she didn't just wake up to the blog and the million plus Instagram followers that she has today. Like she put in the reps and failed forward over and over and over again. People think success looks like the shiny outcome, but real success looks like work and messiness and learning and refining and doing that on repeat. So you want to go brain dead and take one small action toward the thing that you've been thinking about for a very long time now. If it's moving to a new city, then you're not going to bed tonight until you spent some time researching neighborhoods in that city. If it's starting an Etsy business, then today, today, in the next 24 hours, you're creating an Etsy account. If it's applying for another job, then it means tonight your head doesn't hit that pillow until you freaking applied to at least one job. We don't need to overcomplicate this. That's, that's actually a huge problem in society today and with so many, quote, 
life life experts. Like everyone wants to overcomplicate crap that doesn't need to be complicated. Perfection doesn't exist, only effort. And that's actually great news for you because you can create effort. Even if it's just 10 minutes worth, you can make those 10 minutes of effort into 10 minutes of putting in the reps to improve your life. And at the end of the day, those 10 minutes are going to leave you thinking, dang, I really can do this. And then you're going to show up for another 10 reps the next day and the day after that. And then after you've you've built your blog, your online business, you've moved to your new dream city, or you've quit your job to start a job that you've been dreaming about for years, you're going to continue to grow and evolve because evolving is at the heart of what life's about. We are never standing still. We're either evolving and moving forward or we're moving backwards. There's no such thing as staying where we are. So our chin up, shoulders back, girl, it's time to take that leap. Thank you so much for listening today. I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.